It's the 2022 Santa Cruz. Yes. The truck that you think wasn't ever going to be built again by any manufacturer. It's the Cruz it's Camino. Been, <laughs> it's been the, tried before. The Alta Cruz? <laughs> I don't the know. The Ford Ranchero, the Holden Blue, yes. the yes. Subaru Brat, the Baja. It's a Ute. Every, it, That's it is the a Ute. key thing. Here in the Many U.S., people we now get it. a Ute. It truly is. But it works. So it's a little trucklet. It is a trucklet. Absolutely a trucklet. A little bit different. There's no question that it is. My wife's not a fan because she hates the El Camino. She looked at it and uh, went, that's yeah, a crook. Yeah. Well, the crook is back. The ute is here. I'm actually quite excited it's cool. about it. The it's minute cool. I saw it, I thought, that actually looks Great. It's compact without looking unsubstantial. It's like that's got like it's got power feel to it. You might think that it's not a real truck, and if it's not a real truck, and buying this means that it's better to drive, easier to park, more comfortable, better fuel economy, and it costs less than a real truck. Well, yes, it's not a real truck. True. Well, you but it can do most of the truck things that that most people need. If you really evaluate your truck needs. Uh This will do 90% of the truck things you need. Unless you're installing barbed wire out on a ranch somewhere (laughs) or you're towing a horse trailer. Do you need a big pickup truck? We've talked about the Honda Ridgeline a few times with exactly that thinking. Because really, it is the more usable truck body style. The problem is that the Ridgeline has always, even with the refresh, felt a little soft and it doesn't look cool. And, yeah. and as much as styling is subjective, this just looks cool, and it still looks aggressive, which is interesting. Two things the Ridgeline yep. doesn't do. It feels, honestly, to drive a little more truck-like than the Ridgeline. I will say this. The a Ridgeline has yes. a better ride. The Ridgeline on the road has a better ride than this. This is good. But I like this. But here's the interesting reason why. Hyundai has taken this ute idea. This is why I think it's a ute. Because, ute. because this is what the Australians Can did. Can we just nix that word from our English vocabulary? It's an Australian ute. word, and the reason that they love them is because it's that weird car, truck, yeah, truck it's thing. the Maloo. It's the Holden Maloo. With a ton of power up front, which yeah. makes it fun to drive, and then the pickup bed in the back. That's why this is ute. This has got it's 280 ute-ish. horsepower, 311 pound-feet of torque, an 8-speed dual clutch. Yeah. This is genuinely fast. Fast and genuinely fun to drive, which I am amazed to say. Uh, I agree. Yes. The flip side is the ride is stiffer and feels more sporting than it does in the Ridgeline. So now you're getting closer to, I would say, a truck style ride, but no truck has this chuckability. Agreed. I have never Agreed. been in anything that has a truck look and doesn't have something about it that feels a little lumbering. Mm-hmm. This has mm-hmm. none of that. This is just agile and like, I want to go. Let, what are we it doing? Is. Let's it's do spry. something fun. It's yeah. spry. Okay, both models of the Santa Cruz come with a two and a half liter inline four. Yes. One is turbocharged, one is not. The lower power truck makes 190 horsepower, 180 pound feet of torque. Don't get that one. It comes with the eight speed automatic. There uh-huh. is a difference. Now, in the turbo, we're in the limited all wheel drive with a turbocharger, same engine, but now you get that really great dual clutch that mm-hmm. Hyundai and Kia are putting in everything. Yep. It's either yep. seven or eight speeds. So you actually have a dual clutch with paddles and sport mode I, in your drive line. I can't even believe it. it. And it's genuinely fun to drive. It's fun to drive. Is excellent. That is a lot of power for this little guy to be in. It weighs about 4,000 pounds. So I did yeah. not expect it to be fun to drive. Agreed. I expected it to be a better Just looking useful. Ridgeline competitor. Yeah. It yep. doesn't ride as soft as a Ridgeline, but the Ridgeline never feels fun. It just feels capable. This right. feels fun, and I did not expect a sporting Agreed. character in this at all. Now, downsides. It has a four-foot bed. That is a tiny bed okay. if you're used to hauling anything legit. But then I started thinking about it the way I would use But that's a truck. what real truck means. Do you haul plywood a lot? Fine. 
But five, six feet, that starts to get the thing that most people are looking for. This sure. is a four-foot bed, which is little. Now, it has an integrated tonneau cover, which is really cool. Yep. It has underbed storage, which is awesome. Yep. So I do like both of those features. Like the ridge line. But then I started yeah. to think about how I would use this if I owned it. And I realized okay. what I'd do is it would be all that stuff that you take to the lake because it got nasty, like the paddle boards that are covered in junk. Or yes. the mountain bikes. The way you had a good day mountain biking is the bike got filthy and right. so did you. Yep. You toss the bike in the back. That four-foot bed is perfectly big enough for that. And to its great surprise, this will tow 5,000 pounds, which yes. if you're towing a big horse trailer and I get or a huge RV, I get it does not big enough. For most people, for most toys, 5,000 is what you're looking for, and it's perfect. This yep. is, I know you don't like this term, a lifestyle truck. This is an off-roading, outdoor lifestyle truck, but for once, I don't mean it as an insult. It strikes me Fair as enough. we sat around and went, what would make it fun to go outdoors? And the result is this, and it's genuinely fun. Well, a quick note about the towing. It is the exact same as the Ridgeline. Mm -hmm. That's impressive, and it has self-leveling rear suspension mm -hmm. for your payload or mm -hmm. for the tongue weight of whatever you're towing. The Tacoma actually tows more. It's 6,400 pounds, but that's typical truck thinking. It's small, mm -hmm. it's got a solid rear axle, and a regular truck frame. When designers design an object and they use it for what it's intended, it's not designed in a vacuum, it's not just a styling exercise, it seems like Hyundai and the entire mm -hmm. design team thought about the outdoor activities and packed it full of stuff. You could get a bike back there, you know, with the pad, the Dekine totally, pad, exactly and you lean right. it front yep, wheels over the back. The, the way to do it for this, Or for get sure. the hitch rack and you're fine. But it is still kind of a truck because it does light off-roading, a yeah. little bit of truck yeah. kinds of things. We need to talk about the styling, though. Mm -hmm. I think it is excellent. It is modern. It is interesting. Big shout-out to Terry Chen, a friend of mine, and the entire design team at the Hyundai Design Studio in California. That's where this was designed. Yep. Hyundai is keeping this triangular shape, but it comes off the cowl. Right. That line is repeated, yeah. and it drops into this triangular flat surface that is very much a signature Hyundai look mm -hmm. with a modern grill, very modern, clean, small lights. When you pull this truck up next to any other big, full-size pickup truck, it looks tiny, mm -hmm. but it doesn't look cute. Yeah. Never tell a man his truck or his car is cute. Check out the tiny little icon at the top of each wheel arch mm -hmm. with the little truck logo. They wanted to do a little flip-out mount to mount your phone or a GoPro. It kind of looks like it would open, or there's some yeah, sort of latch like system right yeah. there. They wanted the GoPro mount there. Too much complexity and cost and engineering. But we put a camera on that fender mount to actually show what the camera would be seeing. I think that would encourage... <laughs> more off-roading with this truck. Or stupidity. Either well, way, that either kind one. of thinking yeah. is great. Mm -hmm. It is. It's good. All around. There's little Easter eggs, even in the taillights that says designed in California. And this was built in Alabama. So this is pretty much American as it gets. Mm -hmm. Now look on the inside. It seems mm -hmm. very welcoming. There's many cars you get in you think, I don't relate to the shapes. I don't get it. It's not me. This is very much forward thinking, but it's clean. It's simple. It makes you want to dive in and use some buttons, even though there's not giant knobs. Wasn't yeah, yeah. sure about I that. I mind a couple of knobs, but I take your point. But it actually, knobs can make the interior look dated. True. Okay, this one, like this, is $40,000. Now, there's a couple ways to look at that. On the surface, I feel like that feels like a lot of money for this. But then, when you get in it... The interior holds up to that price, yeah, which is a surprise and a yeah. welcome surprise. Also, think about this. Things like the Tacoma, 
mm-hmm. or even the new frontier that we've been in. Sure. If you rig those out to what you want it to be, they're going to be close to $50,000. And I don't think those interiors feel as nice as this does. I agree to that. Even the yeah. new frontier, yeah. which we're a fan of, doesn't feel as premium in the interior in just style and the way it works as this does. Have you noticed this also answers the question, can you put vents above the screen? Of course you can, and you should. Before, it was just on the sides. Have you ever seen vents above the screen? Very In the rarely. hierarchy Very of rarely. things that are important, Hyundai knows truck owners, and they put the vents first. And they've kept a really nice trim piece that the vents are part of all the yep. way along the highest part yep. of the interior. This seat never goes quite low enough for me. I want to be, and it's, I think it has to do with the sporting nature. I want to yeah. be down here, but yeah. then I realize, oh, it's truck thinking, so we're up high. I've got it as low as it goes. I have enough room. I'm not complaining about the amount of room. Because of the way this car drives and feels and the way the interior looks, I want to be like six inches lower in the car. Sure. It isn't going to be that way because sure. it's a truck. You probably won't notice or care. The other thing about it is lots of trucks in this segment, they have back seats, so mm-hmm. you can go, Oh, look, I have back seats. Right. You can use these. Look, they're not huge, but they're decent. You could get adults back there for a little bit of time. You can actually take your friends and go somewhere Mm -hmm. in this, and everybody's okay. That's hard in a Tacoma. The Tacoma's hard just in the front seats, let alone the back. This could be a daily. Yes. That would feel a little bit sporty, but yet you said, I'm a truck person. I think that's a niche that nobody else is hitting. At first glance, it just looks like the idea that everybody's tried. Mm. Hyundai has kind of redefined that. I feel like there was restraint, but good ideas involved here. Is it the Unicruise? Don't do that. (laughs) Okay, your turn. You've heard us talk about drive homework because it's vital to drive a lot of things when you're trying to find your next car. Knowing your options is incredibly important. And this applies to online shopping, too. You don't want to search just one website unless that site is searching all the other ones for you. That's why we love Auto Tempest. We know you've heard us talk about it before, and we hope you've already seen how far you can shop with just one search. Auto Tempest pulls from all the top used car sites at once, so you know you won't miss that ideal car. Autotempest.com. All the cars. One search. The A pillars are pretty raked back. Like sports car levels. Very much so. And the C pillars kind of have this opposite effect. Mm -hmm. Everywhere you look is really paid attention to. It's like Mazda surfaces. How well designed and curated Mazda surfaces are, that's where Hyundai's at now. They have found their own signature look. The interface takes a little bit of getting used to. You're being Swipe. kind. I think it sucks. You do? I am not happy with what, Hyundai what you or not Kia like on interfaces. I don't think any of it is as intuitive as it should be. I think it's perfectly And intuitive. connecting up your phone is always harder than it should be in Hyundai and Kia products. I had no problem. Even getting to Apple right CarPlay and all really? that, you've just you've got to bring a cable. You've got to make sure you did it right. You've got to unlock no 45 kidding. things. It all works. You'll only have that fight with it once. And I, I didn't and, think and it was that bad. And it's not really exclusive didn't. to this car. I've noticed that this is... So it's not Santa Cruz. It's... Hyundai and Kia products, they just need to sort their interfaces out. They're becoming one of my least favorites. Really? Yes. I mean, I I think it's pretty straightforward, to be honest. It's okay, but that's the thing. There are so many people that are doing it where it is just, oh, that was dead simple. This is okay. It works. They're being leapfrogged now, and now this one's starting to feel a bit old and a bit clunky. Well, under setup, you can find the four different interfaces that Hyundai has, including the cube mode, where it measures RPM and speed in cubes. It's kind of funky, but it's fun, nevertheless. It's kind of interesting. (laughs) You get just a traditional shift knob, and then your drive modes are right behind the shift knob Mm -hmm. here. So you can go from normal, sport, we had it in smart with the diff lock on, 
And the interesting thing about this is for sporty driving, it'll throw most of the torque to the back wheels. So it'll feel a little bit just like a traditional rear-wheel drive car. Mm -hmm. That's what gives it that sporty feel with a little bit tighter suspension. I actually don't mind that it's stiffer. I don't want this truck kind of ride. What you're buying in this segment is you're buying a non-truck ride. But this has gone more like a stiff truck ride. But then when you drive it and you realize it was done for sporty, agile reasons, then you're accepting of it again. Right. It's not this big, stiff ride that is then lumbering. It's a big, stiff ride that is now agile and willing to jump around and is actually fun to drive. And then I go, okay, thank you for that. But it's not stiff like a solid rear axle nails you in the back. No, not at all. that kind of feeling. So you still get that nice, independent rear suspension. And it just moves. It really does. Turbo engine just makes this thing move. Oh, I left a couple of lights, and no one was ready for me. Yeah. Nobody expected this little thing to be as fast as it is. It's, it's, and it's fun. So when people write to us and say, hey, guys, I need a sport utility vehicle. I need a sports activity vehicle. Oh, yay. The S- for the kids, oh, for yeah. the activities, that's still a little bit fun to drive. Mm-hmm. People are not looking for a sports car. They know it no. isn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't resist. Puddle. Ah. Well yeah. done, sir. I just like that... This is now in the category because we recommend Mazda all the time and say, you want something useful and fun? You know, the people that brought you the Miata, they know what cars and vehicles should drive like. This is now in that category. And it does hold corners. This torque split center clutch will actually throw power for medium and high speed corners too. Mm. So it's actually kind of helping you through corners. That's pretty cool. Mm It's almost a little bit like taking a page from Subaru, rally kind of style, a little bit from Audi for Audi Quattro, and kind of making it their own. The Baja Ute from... Uh, The Ute. Yes. Can we just get rid of Ute? I just, I have to lean into it because we've never had a Ute here. We've never had a Ute. Since the El Camino, we've been sans Ute. I want a brat. This is the updated brat, though. Can Honestly. you have brat on your license tag? Why not? Buy one of these. Yes, brat. I think that's perfect. People would be like, "Yeah." The only thing you need to do is you need to figure out a way to have fold-down seats that can fit under the tonneau cover, and you just pop them up with the prize people. As like long the as they have the jet back. fighter handles, you better believe it. That's the key thing. <laughs> no seat belt, just honey. handles. Just, just the jet fighter handles. Just yeah. hang that'll, on. That'll like, be perfect. Ah. Yeah, that's going to pass all the safety inspections. You definitely <laughs> have to do that one for yourself. Yeah, Hyundai's not going to sign off on that. The lawyers will show up. Look, as far as the seating position is concerned, I think this will still appeal to people that want a truck and want that little bit higher ride height. I want to go down, yes. too, and it just won't go down anymore. It's, it's high and vertical, but and that is truck feeling. It's truck sure. feeling, yes. and that appeals. Mm-hmm. Little things. It's not just a cobbled-together exercise. Because there's not a market. It was there Ridgeline isn't. and everybody else. Pretty and they've much. now inserted themselves in the Ridgeline with a completely different Pretty character. much. And they've kind of figured out their own flavor here. And then Ford's showing up with the Maverick. So we're going to put the two of them together because they're fascinating. And they Great. have different approaches just among themselves. I would have never expected, even including the styling, that Hyundai's approach would have been, let's make the sporty version. Yeah. I didn't expect that. Well, have you also noticed the ridgeline changed to give you the split between a truck cab and a truck bed mm-hmm. to try to appeal to trucks, which I think was the wrong move. Mm-hmm. They invented it. And here's Hyundai doing the seamless thing between there is no cab, there is no bed. They've brought it back and said, no, 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 that was good. You were on to something and made it their own. I think this may be as close as the real world actually gets to being able to own the Cybertruck. If you've liked the Cybertruck design, if you like that thinking, I think this is as close as the real world gets. I don't think the Cybertruck's really coming. 
Oh, you don't? Okay. No, I really don't think it is. Well, and as a result, maybe the people that have liked that fun. people. Well, there's that one. People that have liked that non-truck look. Mm-hmm. This is a non-truck sci-fi look that is here and available now. And I know the Tesla fans are not electric. going to go. They're not going to go shop Hyundai. I'm aware of all of these problems. I'm just saying, look-wise, this is the closest I think we're really going to get. <laughs> okay. So if you had a deposit in for a Cybertruck. We you found should it. look at the Santa Cruz. Didn't expect that. Here did it you? is. And go get muddy. Yes, this for sure. This thing is so great. It's for just fun. Most stuff for most people, mm-hmm. it's going to do it. You put the right tires on here. You put oh, yeah. some off-road tires or winter tires. Yeah, we're doing it in just random street proof. tires. And we're having a great time in, in nasty mud. This is like the mud they use for testing. It's that kind of mud, yeah. <laughs> it's epic movie-quality mud. I want to park it with a wheel up on a rock. <laughs> you want to do the Jeep thing? I totally want to do the Wrangler thing. 